What's good, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast, More Life episode. I am your host, Kyle Loftus. Stoked for today's episode. Today, I am sitting down and chatting with Tampa native, Kay Potts. Kay is an incredible creative director and photographer who has recently turned her passion for photography into a full-blown career. Kay uses her camera to push the boundaries of her creativity. She leads all creative direction for her shoots from concept to execution, telling a story with her constructed images is her goal. She finds inspiration in all kinds of surroundings from thrift stores to grocery stores to exploring random locations. The inspiration is limitless. The possibilities are limitless. Join us today as we discuss how you can turn your passion into a career. Let's do it. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast episode here, Podcast More Life. I'm your host, Kyle Loftus, and today I am sitting down and chatting with photographer, creative director, Kay Potts. Can you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself here to our audience? Yeah, sure. Um, I go by Kay Potts. I'm a Tampa native photographer, um, and I specialize in portrait photography. Okay, what has got you excited right now? What are what are you interested in? Being self-employed has got me excited right now. I recently um, became freelance 100%. So that's super cool that I'm like my own boss and get to do what I love for a living. Um, so it definitely has given me more free time to be creative and put my all into my own personal work rather than having to juggle like a job and doing my personal work on top of that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I just want to like commend you uh, and just give you props before we, we start diving too deep in the podcast here. I think you are one of the most creative minds um, I've, I've kind of come across. Uh, thanks to uh, Chris and Ella. She actually um, mentioned you and a couple other photographers in your area to me a couple months ago. And so I started following your guys' work. But um, yeah, I just like I'm curious, like where do your ideas come from? Because they're just so interesting and unique and different and yeah it just like captivates me so I'd love to know like where that creativity comes from yeah so first thank you so much like I really appreciate that like a lot and I appreciate Kristen even like throwing my name out there because she's such a talented photographer and I look up to her in a lot of ways and her editing and her photography she's amazing she captures moments so great but um as far as like my own creative process honestly Anything could really inspire me. I could be listening to a song driving down the highway and a specific word could trigger something in my head and then I start just building in my head like a set or a color, uh, even like a grocery store. Like I have a photo set that I haven't released yet, but um, walking in the grocery store and seeing like the fish and like the produce section literally spark something in my head for a photo shoot so really it comes down to (laughs) anything I see it just like pops into my head I don't know how to explain it's almost like so a photo pops in my head before I even create it so for anyone that's like interested in, in doing like creative direction or just like making their 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 work and their pieces you know more interesting more unique um what do you recommend? Like, do you just like, when you get these random ideas, do you immediately like jot it down on a notepad? Like, how do you go from the ideation to the actual creation? Yeah, my notepad and my phone is like literally 
packed with concepts, stuff that I probably haven't even looked at that I wrote like a year ago. Wow. So anytime I have like an idea, I jot it down in my notepad, whether it's a word, a thought, a song, I jot that idea down, a dream, like I'll literally wake up in the middle of the night because I can't sleep and I'll jot down an idea that came to me. And then it just really comes down to like executing that and getting all the stuff together and then preparing the shot and finding the model. The model is like really the hardest part for me because Mm, I don't like using familiar faces. I don't like seeing the same faces on my timeline. I like finding people that are really unique looking and no one really knows who they are. So if I'm in a supermarket or at the mall and I think someone looks really unique, I'm not scared to go up to them and be like, hey, I know this is weird, but I'm a photographer. I would love to like, take some portraits of you. Here's my card. Like, you have an Instagram. Can we exchange information? Like... I've done that multiple times. Yeah. Wow. Um, how do you have any experience like where that's led to maybe more work or benefit you in, in a way you didn't foresee? Like, like, I guess how much of that is like just allowing you to, to create the images you want to create and how much of that is maybe leading to like unexpected benefits and networking, if you will. I guess the networking aspect is like when I'm meeting or introducing myself to these people I don't really know, I'm almost entering into their circle of friends that probably have no idea who I am and I don't know any of these people. So then it opens up my work to so many more eyes that haven't seen my photography. So then more people have been reaching out to me recently for, you know, like, hey, I would really love for you to do a set for me and create a control the whole photo shoot I just want to feel beautiful or I just want to like have something cool for my Instagram so like I'm getting more people reaching out to me through like people I've met for the first time just by doing work with them if that makes sense yeah yeah totally that's awesome and so um I think that's like a good point to transition um into like more of uh, like business plan wise here. So how do you plan to, to grow and to scale? Um, like, will you kind of diversify yourself into other fields or planes or, or how are you planning to make, you know, the uh, portrait photography, um, I guess like your, your main source of income or at least one of your primary sources. Honestly, I'm still learning that because I've been freelance now a hundred percent for like five months now and then I was doing my freelance while working for an agency as well like on the side gotcha okay I'm still learning how to make this a full-time business and income but I definitely don't want to just like box myself into just doing like creative work for my own personal stuff whether it's like you know now that I am expecting a baby I find more pregnant women reaching out to me like, hey, I would love for you to creative direct a maternity shoot for me. So it's almost like making things like newborn photo photography or maternity photography and like elevating it to another level that people haven't really seen. And I feel like that'll open doors for me to financially be able to be like successful on my own as well. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. What like what's what tips or suggestions would you have for anyone, um, you know, doing doing portrait photography as, as I guess their main area or maybe that's their main passion? What tips or advice, if any, do you have for them on how to make it, you know, if not, um, you know, a full time gig for them, how to make it more again, you know, of, of a primary source of income, something they can continue to invest more time into, but they're also going to gain value out of that. Hmm. I think for me, what was really important in the beginning is finding my style and trying to be different than what other people are doing. Because when your work stands out and it's different from other people's work, that could potentially bring more opportunities to you. Also, having a really good mentor has helped me when I first got into photography. I'm sure you know who Vaughn is. Yeah, <laughs> she does great work. Yeah, she's amazing. She uh, she got me uh, an interview with the agency I was working at, and she became, like, my mentor. You know, she really took me under her wing, and she taught me a lot of shit. And I'm so grateful for that because that's only helped me develop into a better photographer. So it's just, like, learning, whether it's on YouTube or having a mentor to, like, teach you things that you didn't know. It really depends on your learning style. I'm a very visual learner. So I like looking up YouTube or like sitting down with people and like having them go over stuff with me, but really learning all the ins and outs of the type of photography you wanting to do and like learning lighting and then just nailing down your editing is what's going to like bring in more jobs for you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love your humility there too. And, and calling to give everyone listening context, Vaughn is, I would consider a peer as well. You know I mean? She's, she's around the same age. So I think that's very cool that you consider her, um, you know, a peer, a friend and a mentor. Um, how much, how much of having, you know, relationships, um, like hers, uh, helped you to continue to, to grow and to build in your industry, like having these, um, I guess, tight knit relationships with other people within your industry. It's helped a lot because, you know, even if she's like needed help with having an assistant for one of her photo shoots or like a gig she has, it helps me to network and learn from her and just like watching how she maneuvers a set. It's like, okay, like now I have more confidence when I have my own like job to feel comfortable with a client and, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like it was very important for me. I feel like if I hadn't had a mentor, it would have been a lot harder. But that, then, then again, it's like different for everyone. For me, that that's what helps me become a better photographer and become who I am um, when it comes to editing and just visually capturing something. <clears throat> and so do you feel like sometimes you need to be given direction or... Like, how do you, um, how do you navigate in this world and, and how do you make sure you're like aligned and, and continuing to work towards your like goals and objectives with your career? I make goals for myself. I try to learn something new, whether that's like every week or every day I'm learning something. Um, if I see something in a photo and I'm like, how do they get it to look so like hazy or like dreamy? I will literally Google YouTube as much as I can until I try to find the right <laughs> video or, you know, I have friends that are photographers and I'm not scared to reach out to them and be like, Hey, look at this photo. How do you think they got it to be like this? Like what advice can you give me? So sorry, I have pregnancy brain. So if I forget what we've been talking about, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I even saying right now? But, um, 
But yeah, no, sorry, I completely lost my train of thought there. But no, let's let's go yeah. to that. That's that's awesome. Um, so we are pregnant. What is like? What has that process been like for you? How is how is our lifestyle, our mindset? How have things started to shift? Um, and like, what are maybe some of some of the um positives? And I mean, I'm sure it's only positives, but what are some of the maybe negatives that could happen with that as well? <laughs> I mean, the negatives that have happened so far for me, the first three months of my pregnancy were trash. I was so sick, (laughs) like just nauseous all the time. I was missing a lot of work. Um, But other than that, pregnancy has been absolutely amazing, life-changing. Like, I feel like it's brought my family and I closer together. It just, it's one thing to talk about it and then to know, like, there's a life that's like growing inside of you and you're going to be responsible for this human. It's insane. And like the first time you see them on an ultrasound and hear their heartbeat, it's like even more incredible. So honestly, I feel like in a weird way, it's been bringing me more opportunities. Cause I feel like, um, I have this new, I've always had compassion and love for women. I love women so much and always want to empower women. But like now being pregnant myself, it's like I have a newfound love for women who are mothers or pregnant. And I feel like more of them have been reaching out to me to book photo shoots, which again is helping me with financial freedom and getting an income and helping me to, you know, provide for my family as well. So it's been really great so far. I can't complain. I really can't. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's super cool. So do you think it's like, has it impacted like your perspective a lot as well? Like I know you talked about like, you definitely feel more compassionate, but like, how has it impacted your life? And maybe, you know, how you go about each and every day, etc.? I can't just think for myself anymore. You know, I have to think every action and everything I do can affect my baby. So it really comes down to that and just working hard and grinding my ass off to provide for her and make sure that she's straight. And like, you know, I want to be able to inspire her, especially if she's creative and or it's here, whatever she wants to do. You know, I just want to be the best version I, I can be for her. Oh, so her, we, we know officially too. We, how was that deciding yeah. process? <laughs> did you guys just say like, huh? did, like what did you guys like, sit down and talk about it for a while to decide like if you wanted to know or did you both just like really want to know I knew I wanted to have a gender reveal like for as long as I can remember I was like whenever that day comes that I get confident I want to have a gender reveal with like the confetti poppers I don't care <laughs> like generic and everyone fucking does it on YouTube I want to do that like I want that <laughs> and uh so we got like all of our close friends and family and uh, it was a beautiful day, and we were out at, like, this farm by a lake, and Vaughn actually captured the whole thing, and, uh, yeah, we popped the confetti poppers, and when I saw pink come out, I was just so happy because I wanted a girl so bad. Like, it was <laughs> either way, but, like, I was just, I wanted a little girl so, so bad, so, yeah. That's really awesome. Exciting. Really beautiful day. 
Absolutely. Again, congrats to you. Um, you know, you're having a kid, um, recently engaged, you're going full time now, solo, got a lot of amazing things, uh, happening in your life right now, which is super, super cool. Um, so very stoked for you on that, but I would love to know, um, you know, how did you get here? Um, let's, let's maybe try and <laughs> we'll try and crunch down the whole life synopsis, but, um, would love to know just more about, you know, your journey. Like where did you really discover your passion for photography? How did you really start getting into it? And then like, how did you start developing clients? Um, would love to just learn a little bit more about that and, and hopefully we can, you know, get some value for our listeners here through it. Yeah. So to start with, creatively, photography was like the first thing I got into. Um, I've dibbled, dibbled and dabbled in a lot of different things. Like, side note, I used to rap. So that was like something what? that I was like really into. Wow, that yeah. is sick. <laughs> yeah, so like, but photography was like the first thing I picked up. And it was because my dad always had a Canon. And he, all, every trip we went on, he was always photographing something. And it would come home, and we'd print it, and we'd frame it. And so then I wanted to get into it, and uh, he let me borrow his camera, and I entered this contest in elementary school, and, like, went, ended up winning this huge award at, like, USF, like, against college students. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. I know. It's so weird. And um, so, like, that's kind of where it all started, I would say, is because of my dad. Um, and then it's just, like, I kind of – wasn't into it for a while. I, I was my main focus. You know, I played sports in high school and, uh, that was like my passion. And then I really got into music, like super heavy. And I was just like really into rap and like opening up for a really big artist. And then like within the past, I would say four years when I got my camera for my birthday, I, it just like, it clicked. Like, I don't know. It's just, I started translating the thoughts I had into my head into photography and just went full force with it. And I haven't stopped since. Um, so I guess the hardest part for me was I, at the time I was working a nine to five with like an insurance company and then trying to fit in time to do creative work. And I was like miserable, you know, I didn't want to be one of these people that get stuck in a nine to five job and, you know, every to each its own, but I didn't want to be that person. I yeah. still don't. I never do. And, um, luckily when I got really close to Vaughn, she told me about an agency she was working for and how they were looking for another photographer. And so I interviewed for that and I got the, the job and I, man, that like changed everything. Like once you get a creative nine to five, <laughs> there's no going back after that. Like I can't think about working another bullshit job because I've already done something creatively that's a nine to five. Like I, I can't go backwards from here. So it just means I have to grind even harder to be self-sufficient and be freelance. And people don't realize like it's hard. Like it's not easy. It's probably harder than working a nine to five job. No, not probably hours. way harder there's, for sure. <laughs> there's, you're clocked in always. You're never clocked out. Like if my phone, you know, is blowing up at 12 AM cause someone's trying to book me or if, there's just no clocking out. You're always clocked in and then you're always trying to network. And then, you know, I'm a homebody. So I have to push myself to like leave the house sometimes to even just go network and meet people. So it's a lot, but I'm grateful for it because I'm doing what I love. And that's what I have to remind myself. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. Do you think um, or I guess not think do you do you still have like a, a strong relationship with your dad in regards to photography? Like, do you think that was part of what kind of really, I guess, built that interest um, early on was like having that, I guess, shared passion with your dad or. What, yeah, what is- totally. Like, I'm totally a daddy's girl. Like, me and my dad are best friends. You ask any of my friends, and he's just, like, the coolest down-to-earth dude, funny as fuck, like, just rad. And he has supported me in any passion that I've picked up, you know, and I'm so grateful for that. And he's just always been, like, there for me. He's like, you know, if photography is what you want to do and you need help with anything, just let me know. Like, I'm here to support you and help you in any way that I can. So it's definitely brought us closer. And he's just, like, my number one fan, which is really cool. Yeah, how how important how important has it been to have, you know, him and, and other people, you know, close net um in your circle, you know, there to to be supportive, uh, especially when when we're facing some of the down times or hard times, if you will, because you know, as, as you know, being a freelancer, I'm sure you've experienced it in the first five months that there there might be a month where, you know, you almost can't breathe because you have so much work, and then another month where you're just you're kind of hearing crickets waiting for something to happen. Literally. It's it's so important to have a good support system around you. And I, I mean that in every way of like not even like when it comes to a job, just like having a good support system around you and having solid friends and just like especially if you have family that is supportive as well. It it just makes your life that much easier because anytime you're feeling down or like overwhelmed, if you have someone that you're able to count on or just like sit down and go grab a coffee and kind of just chill out and like reset it can make all the world of a difference and like just feeling better overall like my friends literally are the best and they hold me accountable and they like mellow me out when I feel like I'm gonna pull my hair out so (laughs) it's really it's I feel like it's really important to have a solid team of people around you that understand you and don't give you shit and are just there to like listen when you need to be heard or give you advice when you need it. Definitely. Totally agree with that. Uh, question mm-hmm. regarding your friend group. So, uh, tend to get different answers with this and I'm just curious what is for your case. So, um, you know, I have some people that are creative minds, but they have a, a group of friends or, you know, they're tied to circle is all people that might just work, you know, a, more of a standard corporate nine to five job. I have some people that they only like associate in our friends with just like filmmakers because that's what they do. So like they only want to be friends with people that kind of live in that circle. Like where's your mindset? What does your circle look like? Is it like super diversified? And do you feel there's like an importance to having like friends of of all different kinds or like do you think it's important to kind of stick within your circle so like you're always I guess like kind of living or or speaking in in that realm of you know be it you know in your case photography I get both ends of the spectrum but I feel like it's so important to diversify like I feel like you should be friends with all walks of life and like that kind of helps and aids in creative creativity or networking or something that you might learn that you enjoy and you want to dibble and dabble into that. Like I, I always call myself like I'm a person of all trades. Like I love learning 
all sorts of shit. And I wouldn't just, like, limit myself to photography, even though that's my passion. Um, But, like, I currently live with two of my best friends. And one is a DJ, musician, and, like, a healer, so, like, a spiritual healer. And the other one does mixed medium. She paints. She does yarn work. uh, She creative directs as well. So it's really cool to live with them because we bounce off ideas which I'm so grateful for. We lived, we've lived together for the past five years. We're best friends. And so that's really been helpful with all of us as far as, like, bouncing ideas off or, like, hey, do you think this looks good? Or, hey, do you want to do makeup for this set? So it's, like, really cool because I live with creative people, but I don't limit myself to just being friends with just creative people. It's, like, if we're vibing and I feel your vibe and you're cool as fuck, all right, like, let's, let's kick it. Let's chill. You might teach me something that could inspire me creatively that I never would have thought of, you know what I'm saying? So I never set limits on groups or friends or anything like that. It's just, if you got a good vibe and we click, then we click. Hell yeah. Right on. <laughs> I'm with <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, so what is a day in the life like for you? Is there any consistency? (laughs) Uh, Right now, there actually is consistency because I'm pregnant. So there's certain things that I have to do um, throughout the day. But honestly, right now, I feel like my life is all over the place um, in a good way. Uh, I just feel like I have a lot of shoots going on right now. It's more of like time management and figuring out like... just time management, I would say, like shooting, editing, and then the stuff that I have to get done to prepare for my baby. So that is just like a lot going on right now. I felt like I had more of a schedule prior to um, being freelance because, you know, I worked a job and I was able to, uh, I feel like prioritize a little bit better. I'm still learning how to be the best at being my own boss. Let's put it that way. Yeah. What um what have you learned in, in that uh, in this journey thus far of, of being your own boss? Like what are maybe some of the, like what is a, a big failure you've had that uh, turned out to be a great lesson and and something you learned from and uh, now maybe implement or, or do the the opposite complete opposite of every single time for your business. Write it down and Google Calendar. Google Calendar has like saved my life because. There were so many times I would confirm dates or, like, shoots with people, and then I would be like, fuck, what was that date that I had planned? Like, especially now, I just feel like I really have pregnancy brain. I'd be forgetting so many things. So Google Calendar, like, really put me in check because I almost, you know, fucked up missing a shoot, which would have fucked up my money. So Google Calendar and, like, making sure I write down appointments and write everything down that I have planned for a day is so important and thank god my roommate like got on my ass about that she was like you need to start writing stuff down because if you start forgetting like these meetings and stuff like that like it's just bad business and she's 100 percent right so i just have really gotten better at making sure all my appointments are written down being super organized and just trying to be again good at time management because you don't ever want to be late for a meeting i feel bad canceling anything like yeah, you just have to be on top of your shit 24-7. And just, like, communication is key. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and along with that time management, I think obviously comes um, issues, as you'd mentioned, maybe missed meetings, um, just general stress, um, be it um, distress or stress. But, uh, you know, as a freelancer, we're constantly under stress. Um, and with that, obviously, oh, yeah. you know, it's fear and insecurity as well. What do you personally do and what advice do you have for our listeners? Um in regards to better managing, you know, issue, um, just better managing uh, insecurities, fear, and again, just that that constant stress of, of having so many different things to do, as you mentioned, being pulled in so many different directions. Uh, I would say, don't forget about your self care, you know, and like, <clears throat> your mental health and just like, making time for yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed in a moment, step outside for a little bit, go on a quick walk, like, Take breaks and remove yourself from situations that are stressing you out or you feel, are feeling overwhelmed. Whatever you feel like is going to calm you down, Rem- like do that and remove yourself for a little bit. Whether that's five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, whatever makes sense for you. Don't don't think that like your self-care is not as important as the work that you're working on. Because you're only going to work your best when you feel your best. And I truly believe that. Because if you're feeling like shit or stressed, sometimes you may rush and edit. And then you look at it a week later after you've delivered it to the client. And you're like, wow, I really don't like how I did the highlights on that. Or I really wish I did this differently. Like, you just have to remember to have self-care and, like, remove yourself from a stressful situation before just, like, deciding to push through something. Like... I truly believe that. It's so hard. It's It's so hard. I'm like, I like, I'm listening to your advice and like, I'm totally agreeing with it, but I know half the time I don't do it. Like, it's just like when I'm caught up in that moment and like, I have a stressful edit and like, even though I've been working for 10 hours straight the day, like I still can, like, I'm just the personality type that like, I have to get it done. Like Mm -hmm. I can't put it away. Uh, I'm a, I think I'm a, I'm a November. So Sagittarius, right? I'm a Sagittarius. So, <laughs> uh, I <laughs> That's get funny. it. That's <laughs> funny. But at the same time, you have to, like, seriously, five minutes can make all the world of a difference. What is five minutes stepping away going to really do to harm, like, what you are working on? Yeah. So, and even, like, I find myself when I've stared at a computer too long, I feel like I've been staring at the colors too long, too, and I'm like, does this even look the way I want it to look? And, like, stepping away and, like, looking at other stuff and, like, walking around and coming back to an edit sometimes, I'm like, okay, yeah, I really do love this. Or, no, what the hell, this color looks kind of greenish. What do I, like, I need to change this, you know? Like, it's important to step away. Yeah, definitely. Just not, just not for too long. <laughs> um, Random, random kind of tangent here but uh or side note i just the, the the idea of coloring kind of just sparked an interesting question for me so um with filmmaking uh you know most of the time when we're doing coloring we all have like a specific setup we'll build our space in our room for like um, most people kind of go for like a clean white or like a very muted gray and then like no like turn off all the lights so there's no other light interference but Mm -hmm. i don't know why it just jumped to my head now but i feel like i've never but i've never asked either like do you like set yourself up in like 
similar to that, like in a dark room or like, do you feel you can edit photos anywhere? Like filmmakers or more specifically colorists are so like nitpicky and like truly believe that if you don't, you know, edit in a color studio or a color suite, like you're going to mess up your colors because, you know, how you're seeing the greens when you're in a coffee shop and there's natural daylight and other color interference is different than how the green actually looks like. How much do you buy into that? Like, how much do you let that, like, affect your workflow or process? Yeah, it's interesting that you asked this because I was literally talking about this the other day. I'm I'm kind of weird about the settings that I am. I don't like editing and I it depends on let me put it this way it depends on what kind of photography I'm editing if it's just like some okay. shots I would completely feel comfortable doing in a coffee shop um but when it comes to like really crazy colors or um any personal work or something I feel like needs more in-depth editing I prefer to be like in my room and I don't really like have my blinds super super open so weird that we're saying this talk about this but I literally had this thought the other day I'd rather be like in my house editing I don't want to be like outside because I'm like it it does change because what if it's super bright and like it's affecting the way your laptop looks and it doesn't really you're overexposing or your highlights are all crazy like yeah, no, I, I prefer to be, like, in my room or in a space that's not, like, too, too overlit or anything like that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I mean, is that something common amongst other photographers you know of? I mean, I honestly, I'm just not, like, close, close-knit with a bunch of photographers. And I, like, I've literally, the question kind of just sparked my mind now. So I've just never noticed or heard of a photographer's, like, really doing that. Like, is that pretty common, would you say? Uh, you know, I'm not too sure because I have friends that will go to coffee shops and edit, but then I have one that will just, like, be homebodies for, like, two days and edit as well. So I, I really just think it depends on the person and their comfort level when it comes to their edit- editing and, like, their preference. Uh, I have other friends that go to, like, uh, workshop spaces where you can, like, rent out, like, offices and stuff. Okay, yeah. So that as well, but, uh... I'm not too sure. I think it's just a preference on what what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, I want to take it back to the networking a little bit. Um, being a freelancer, so you've been doing it for five months now. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, probably doing a lot of work from home. I know that's something... I do as well. And, um, it can actually be, it's kind of almost counterintuitive. It's like you almost have like less of a network and less ability to build it out. Um, when you work for yourself, unless you put forth initiative, like again, when you work at a nine to five, you're in this office every day. If there's 2000 employees, you're bumping shoulders with new people every day, like going to lunch, you're seeing other people. Whereas when you work for yourself, like in my case, um, a big thing I've I've done, uh, this year slash the past couple, eight months is forcing myself just to go to coffee shops, like at least once a week, just to sit down, like work there and like hopefully network and meet some people because before, I was literally just like working from my house. So like I was never meeting anyone or growing my network. Like what, what do you do? What steps do you take, if any, um, you know, to kind of get outside your office space at home and, and, you know, really network and kind of just, yeah, grow your network. Yeah. I think that would lead into kind of like what we were talking about. Like I, any situation, even if it's like I'm grocery shopping or if I go to a coffee shop with my phone or you know, if I see someone that looks interesting or, like, 
I, I believe in the intuition strongly. I'm like, oh, I should talk to that person. You know, I'm not too scared to go up to someone and, like, spark a conversation and then kind of, like, see where the conversation takes us. I always keep business cards on me. That's super fucking important as well as I've learned. Like, it's nice to be able to hand someone, like, a card out and be like, oh, yeah, do you have Instagram? Like, it, 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 I like the being able to give them a card, like, oh, contact me or, like, I see someone, someone with kids, like, oh, my God, your kids are so cute. Like, if you ever need a photographer, like, I do photography, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's just, like, leading into little things or, like, any compliments to lead into a conversation with someone. And then, like, networking yourself and, like, selling yourself to them. Well, ultimately, salespeople at the end of the day, too. You're trying to sell your service to someone. So, you know, my dad always taught me that. My dad is a salesman. You're really all selling your service. So you can't be too timid or shy. You have to be outgoing to a certain extent unless you're getting a lot of clients that just directly reach out to you. But starting off, you know, for most of us, you really have to go out there and kind of meet people on your own. So I would just say don't be scared to go up to someone and spark a conversation, even if it's just their T-shirt you think is cool compliment them and then just see where the conversation takes you yeah i love that i mean it's it's obviously like it's easier said than done but i mean it's such a little thing that can really you know lead to to much bigger things um Mm -hmm. and so uh speaking of big things what are uh if you don't mind sharing them what are some of your goals and objectives uh for this year where what are you looking to do where are you trying to take your uh, photography business I want to get to the point where I'm booked, like, a couple months out. I don't want to, like, be wondering, I wonder how many bookings I'm going to get this month. You know, I kind of want to be at at a point in my career where I'm booked months ahead, and I know that, like, I have a set income coming in, you know? Because that's all we all want, right, is financial freedom and not have to rely on anyone and, you know be successful on your own. So I think my biggest goal is leading back into networking as much as I can to the point where like my work starts speaking for itself and I get more clients reaching out to me and just being able to book out months in advance and uh, not limiting myself. I don't want to force myself into just doing uh, crazy creative stuff that I find fun for myself and that's my passion, but I want to elevate it to like other things like maternity or newborn photography just making it my own so yeah yeah those are my goals (laughs) awesome love that so what are what like how do you do you have any set like plans or strategies to to really make that happen or are you again like i know you're you're kind of early off into this career of of being full-time freelance so maybe it's you're kind of figuring out as you go i'm just kind of curious just poking here yeah, no, I'm definitely figuring it out every day, um, you know, and just going with the flow, trusting the process, trusting that the universe is going to guide me the way that I'm intended to go and just believing that, you know, what I put out there, I'm going to receive back. I'm a big believer on that. I'm really spiritual, so I just believe in, like, good karma and uh, working hard is going to speak for itself and hopefully that'll just kind of bring in clients and, Network my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. And so what in order to kind of assist in that, like what are you doing on a daily basis or maybe a weekly basis um, to kind of assist and lend towards that? Like, I guess, for instance, like what advice would you have for anyone listening that, you know, is in a similar boat? Maybe they just went full time freelance or they're hoping to what like what can they do every single day to kind of aid in that journey? Is that, you know, reach out to, to 10 random people to try and work with? Is it just go out and shoot every day? Like what tips do you, would you advise people? And like, what do you personally implement or do every day to, to kind of continue to grow? I definitely would say, don't be scared to reach out to people. I do it all the time. Um, and that's even like, like I'll reach out to celebrities sometimes even, or like bigger names and just, send a DM you don't know if they're gonna see it or not but what's it gonna hurt who knows you know and like sometimes I've had people actually respond back and I'm like oh shit okay I'm flying out to New York next week to shoot this person you know what I'm saying (laughs) like you can't ever be scared to just put yourself out there like who's to say that Beyonce is not gonna write you back I haven't messaged Beyonce but you just never know like don't ever limit yourself just because you think someone might be at a higher st- status than you, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Pregnancy brain. Um, reaching out to people, networking. And I'm mind, I'm mind blanking again. I'm so sorry. This no. happens to me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the, it's part of the journey. It's part of the process. <laughs> I feel like I have Alzheimer's sometimes. I'm like, what is happening? Jesus. I feel like I do, but, but mine's not pregnancy brain. It's just, I feel like I might've gotten a slight bit of like CT from football all my life, but I digress. I digress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, you know, as we're kind of starting to, to, to wrap up the podcast here, I'm just curious, is there anything I haven't personally asked you uh, that you want to, to t- touch on and maybe kind of share and speak on with our audience here? Um, I feel like you touched on a lot of stuff. You know, I think what would be cool in the future, and I talked about it with like some peers of mine as well, is to like have workshops to bring people in the community together to like learn from one another or hold workshops for people who want to get in the industry because I feel like sometimes it can be so intimidating. It's like the new kid at school, you know, like if you're new into the industry and you don't know like the ins and outs or, you know, even working at an agency, like there were so many things I learned that I had no idea about. And it's like a whole nother world of like photography, filmmaking, like, when you work for an agency. So it's like, I would really want at some point in these different cities to have maybe like workshops where there's photographers that have like learned from things to teach other photographers that kind of want to, you know, come up in the industry and just help one another. You know, we all want to be entrepreneurs. I'm sh- um, most of us want to be entrepreneurs. We're all millennials now pretty much. So yeah. <laughs> we all want to be our own bosses and not work for the man. We don't want to work a nine to five. So I just like really think it's important that everyone empowers one another and isn't scared to like help someone or teach others. You know, some people don't want to teach other people because they're scared that like they might overstep them or like be better than them. Like no one's better than anyone. Like 
that's the beauty of art is just like being creative, having your creative eye. And if you think it looks good, then that's what you think. So I think it'd be cool if there was workshops. So if you want to hold one in Orlando. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Get a group of people to like, I don't know. I just, I always believe in like, getting involved in the community and like meeting people and like helping people out and being the best versions of whatever they're trying to become. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there. And that's, it's interesting you mentioned that I've got um, a couple of buddies of mine here. Obviously ours would be, our plan is it would generally uh, just a networking event really for any kind of creatives. But I think with that, we were planning to, to provide a little workshop, obviously specifically with filmmaking as that's more of our expertise, um, than, you know, commercial, fil- yeah. uh, commercial photography or anything, but yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, definitely a plan and, and trying to, uh, lock something like that up here in the next, uh, couple months, hopefully do something in early, uh, summer. So I'll, I'll definitely keep you posted on that. Yeah. And even, I'm not even a, you know, I'm not a filmmaker, but even though I am just a photographer, like that would still be something that I'd be interested in because I would love to network and like meet things again or learn things again that I might have no idea how to do, but it could help me become a better creative. So yeah, I would definitely like to know. I will absolutely keep you posted on that for sure. Um, real quick, um, you mentioned um, the flying out to New York. I'm not sure if that was just like a random thing that popped in your head, but I would love to learn um, more about that specific story or like if you have like a favorite, um, I guess, like surprise and delight moment of being a freelancer for the past five months or um, favorite gig. Would love to just hear like what, what's been like some of your or like your favorite moment thus far. Yeah, the New York thing was uh, a real thing. I uh there's this girl that I've followed on Instagram for a while that um, goes by Mella Murder. Um, she's a dancer out in New York. She's an artist. She's been in a lot of, like, music videos. She's a feminist, activist, like, all around just badass woman, mother, like, super cool. And I had been following her for a while, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to DM her and see if she wants to do a photo shoot with her kids and so I DM'd her and she literally responded back within an hour and I was like holy shit like she responded back to me like this is sick you know and uh this is someone that I like looked up to so it's really cool to like be talking with someone that like I looked up to so we we booked something I booked a flight I booked a studio out there flew out there with uh, my best friend and we enjoyed an amazing weekend in New York and then I got to meet Mella and meet her daughters and they were amazing and do a really epic, beautiful maternity shoot for her and yeah, it was sick. So I just, I never limit myself. If I feel like messaging someone, that's what these platforms are for. If I don't get a message back, I'm not butthurt. I don't care. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But you never know who might read your message on the other end and like message you back and what opportunities you might get from that. Uh, I'm curious if you asked, um, if you ever asked her, you know, what made her respond to you or what, like, if not, what do you think it was? You don't have to go share like exactly what you said to her, but do you think it was maybe she connected with you um, maybe it was just your quality of your work. Was it the way you said it? Um, was it just being genuine? Like, what do you think really made her decide to bring you out there? 
you know, I think maybe she, I never asked her, but um, maybe, you know, she went on my page and saw my work and just really appreciated my style and, you know, was like, hell yeah, like, I like your work kind of thing. And, you know, if you're going to be out here, like, let's do it. Um, but I've never really asked her that. And it's, it's funny because I actually spoke with her yesterday because she's in Florida right now. And she reached out to me and was just like, hey, like, if you're in Miami, like, let's meet up. Like, I would love to see you. So it's like I've built this relationship with this person now. And, like, you build a level of trust. And it's amazing, like, to just build that with other other people and just expand, like, your network. Yeah, it was really cool. Very cool. That's that's awesome. Hopefully, hopefully a consistent retainer client for you there, too. I hope so. Um, So, Kay, you know, how do you personally define success? I think this is always an interesting uh, question to ask because, you know, I think success really is is different for everyone. But um, it's always interesting to to hear perspective. So would love to learn how you personally define success. Um, Have you achieved it or attained it? Um, Are you still working towards it? You know, I definitely think I'm still working towards it. I'm not at where I want to be at yet. Um, But that doesn't mean I haven't been successful in the things that I've been working on. So I think success is like a a state of mind. It's not just like a physical thing or just money. Um, It really does come down to like if if you're happy. And right now I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at. And I'm happy that I've been able to, even though, you know, I'll be really transparent, like not get crazy amounts of clients, but I'm getting enough clients where my bills are paid and I still have some money to be able to do what I want, but it's not where I want to be at in the end, you know, like I'm still working towards the success that I personally want, but you know, as long as I'm happy, which I am right now, that's literally all that matters to me. So, um, that, that's definitely what I think success is for me is it is a mind state and just like keeping, just working towards your goals and always having goals and not giving up as cliche as that sounds like it just, it takes a lot to be your own boss and you have to grind it out. Like you can't let anything like set you back or feel defeated you just got to keep pushing through it and if people are critiquing your work or giving you advice you have to be willing to take it because that's the only way you're going to learn so yeah the hard truth you heard it here first people (laughs) (laughs) awesome um so Kay, before we kind of close out here um one first and foremost where can everyone find you on this digital web and um on the socials so on the interwebs, I go by <laughs> K-Pot. It's K-A-Y-P-O-T-S. K-Pot. That's Twitter, Instagram, any social media. That's all I go by is K-Pot. TikTok? Are you on TikTok? You know, I have a TikTok, but I haven't created a TikTok video yet. I'm still debating if I want to get into that. I just get them in portals sometimes where I'm on TikTok watch, watching like the funniest videos. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realize I've been stuck in the portal for like an hour. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. And then I get out I of know. it. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm on a I'm on a tough debate with that as well. Like, I know it's important to probably have a presence on every platform, but it's also like you have to 
and I'm sure you're experiencing this now, obviously you mentioned time management. It's like, you have to kind of pick and choose where you really invest your time in. And like, like there's just, I'm not receiving anything from TikTok right now. Whereas like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, I'm getting a lot of growth in my business and resources, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to decide. Just curious. Um, I feel like that's like the hardest thing for me is because like social media nowadays, it's such an important platform to have social media. But at the same time, like I low key hate the internet sometimes. Like I don't, I don't want to be on social media all the time. I'm one of those people that's like, if I'm in a room with all my friends, then we're sitting down having conversations and two of the five people are on their phones. I'll be like, can you put your fucking phone down for like two minutes? Like I hate when people are attached to their phones. I'm just like, I feel like I got that from my dad very much so. Cause anytime we'd be at like the dinner table or like doing anything, he'd be like, put your phones away. You yeah. know? So <laughs> it's important for our field, but at the same time, uh, sometimes I don't want to be on Instagram posting a story, but I feel like with the algorithms and like having a presence on the internet, it's like, you, you're, it's like the fear of being forgotten about too. So, yeah, no, yeah. totally. Yeah, gotta be gotta be consistent. That is one hundred percent. Um, cool. So I think we are on the last question. Um, so last question I always like to ask is, you know, if you had one message to to leave with our listeners, to leave with the world, what would it be? So everything we just talked about today, they're gonna forget about all of it except this one thing. <laughs> What would what would what would you, what would you want them to know, or what what lesson, advice, etc. Would you give them? Uh, I would just say, be true to who you are as an artist and creative. Um, don't let outside judgment change the way you want to do your own art. Um, if you if other people think it's weird or not going to be portrayed well from other people do it because more likely something that has a statement or makes people feel uncomfortable is going to be a good thing. So I would just say, be true to yourself and do it for yourself. Don't do it for other people. Amazing. Love that. Thank you so much for the time. (laughs) Kay, uh, really appreciate it. And I know our listeners do as well. Um, yeah, this has been a pleasure talking and uh, I really look forward to, uh, following your journey, seeing, seeing how you continue to grow and, and make this freelance thing happen. And, um, yeah, just congratulations again on the kid. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, following your journey and and seeing how things turn out for you this year. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. This has been podcast more life and we'll see y'all next week. All right, you're free. Sweet, that was cool.